Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. You know me every Saturday for 11 years, pumping it out, trying to get it through your head. The inside track, not the baloney, not the intellectualization, not the sales marketing nonsense that generally pervades. But the inside track, what works. And what works is always about your experience of health, not your intellectualization. This is something I'm going to be harping on in the upcoming months because now that we're hiding under a rock even more, a trend I hope we break. I mean, look at this day. Doesn't this want to make you go out and breathe the air? But we've become even more intellectualized now. We depend on Zooms and computers and all the marketing guys are shifting everybody into forums that are electronic. Like you don't show up and hang out. I was recommending a doula, you know, midwife doula the other day. And the doula is telling me that the doula, if you don't know what a doula is, just it's like a midwife, but not exactly. So you understand it helps you birth your baby. The doula is telling me that a lot of people now want doulas on Zoom. I almost fell off my seat. What the heck sense does that make? People, take your computer and flush it down the toilet. Now I'm a little tongue-in-cheek. Yes, but this thing where you can't show up and be human to human for whatever stupid reason... That's a loser, man, but it's a trend. It's a powerful trend, and it looks like it will prevail because we have too many idiots on the planet. Don't be one of them. And the reason I say this is because the same thing's happening to health. Yeah, I can give you a stretch video. I can give you an intellectualization on YouTube, and you'll just add that to the list of things that you now understand. And in the end, if you watch people course through illness chronic repetitive pains and syndromes these things add up to one big nothing now you know this already you know it let some highfalutin youngster come in with their master's degree in bubble butt tell you at 50 or 60 that what they learned in grad school is going to replace your 30 years of experience and what do you tell them so you know this now the same thing's going on in health Health means you practice. Now, I'm going to apply this today to today's show. Heartburn, gastric reflux, esophageal spasms, and hiatal hernias. Caused by structural problems. Structural problems. Why are you buying antacids? Why are you doing digestive enzymes? Why are you doing hydrochloric acid? Because maybe at best it gets you to first place, but you know darn well it doesn't fix it. Because the cause is structural. And the solution 
is you have to practice the things you have to practice so you can feel. I said, feel. I said, feel. Are you awake yet? I said, feel. You have to experience what a structural shift is in your body. Otherwise, including this show today, flush it down the toilet. Health is experience. Health is sensitizing yourself to what you do for your body and then listening through your experience to what your body tells you. Good, bad, medium, how to make it better. You take that out and all you're doing is cerebrating. And that's what we love to do now. And this electronic goon I sit in front of every Saturday, this computer, is just helping us believe in the delusion that knowledge is a function of cerebration. It isn't. Knowledge is not intellectualization. It's experiential. And you know that. Moms who've raised a couple of kids, two, three, four, five, ten kids, some 20-year-old going to tell you she's got it down the way you do because she read a book or is part of a blog or went to school and has some graduate program in baby rearing. What are you going to tell her? So you guys know this is true. Just apply it to health and definitely apply it to health today. If you're new to the show, I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. This is the inside track. It's what you don't get anywhere. It is not cerebration. Believe me, there's no one more cerebral than me. I am an intellectual danger when it comes to academics. But I got to tell you, it's about experience. The intra inside tract appeals to you that way. Heartburn, gastric reflux, esophageal spasms, and hiatal hernia caused by structural problems and why you should throw away your digestive aids. Because they're mostly useless. They don't cure. This stuff fixes. Now, what do I mean? Well, you got to go to anatomy land to have a sense of this. Many of you are driving and not at a computer where you can actually look at the pictures. But if you can, get to the website straighttalk.cc. Go to today's show. What is this, show 9 million? It's show 559. And look at the pictures. You got to understand the diaphragm to understand the fundamental cause of so much of this digestive issue. You have to go to the pictures because you have to understand how the diaphragm orients in your body. Now, I put some amazing pictures on, and I put little captions in front of each picture, so it's kind of foolproof. But if you can't look at the pictures, just picture a bowl, a salad bowl. I want you to do that. Picture a salad bowl, a wooden salad bowl. Now turn it upside down so it's like a dome and press it into your belly and keep pressing it until it just about comes out your back. If you do that, that's the orientation of the diaphragm, which is dome-like. That's so simple. In the bottom of the dome, in the salad bowl, the bottom of the salad bowl, the wooden salad bowl that you turned upside down like a dome and pressed into your body, that bottom, which is now the top, has holes, holes in it. Did you like that? Holes in it. 
It has holes in it. There are three holes. They're called hiatuses. This is clearly depicted on the website, but forget the website. By the way, I'm going to go back to the old forum where I do a part two to every show. I'm going to give it another hurl, and I do mean hurl. So in about two, three hours, go back on the website and get part two of the show. So this hiatus, these holes in the top of the dome, these holes are there for three reasons. Reason one, the esophagus goes through that hole. Then there's two other reasons, the aorta and the vena cava. It's a big vein. Forget those. They're not relevant. The one hole we want to look at is the esophageal hole. Now, this hole is really important because if you choke off the hole, if you tighten the hole, it chokes the esophagus and you puke up your food. It chokes the esophagus or it doesn't allow the stomach to close. If that hole in the esophagus, in the diaphragm, what the esophagus goes through, if it doesn't have the right tone, or if, for my senior students, if the stomach gets pushed up because the psoas, we'll talk psoas in a minute, is pushing the stomach up, then the opening to the stomach is right at the hole. So the stomach can't close. So you eat the food, it should go through the esophagus, go through the hole, meaning go past the esophagus as the esophagus goes through the hole into the stomach and then the stomach shuts it off. But if the stomach's pushed up into the underside of that hole, the dome, right? That hole can't close. And guess what? You reflux up your food. That food can just be a vapor, a hydrochloric acid vapor. That food can be thicker than a vapor. But if it's just a vapor, it goes down into your lungs and you have a constant post-nasal drip. You have a constant pneumonia, a constant bronchitis. You have a tendency when you get sick to get sick much worse because it's added to reflux. You can even lose your vocal cords. Years ago, I had an operatic, a female. She's only 37. She lost her voice. No one could figure it out. It was esophagitis. Nothing to do with her vocal cords. But the HCL, the hydrochloric acid, will burn out the vocal cords. I'm not just talking about esophageal problems. I'm talking about hiatal hernias. Same thing. I'm talking about esophageal spasms. I'm talking about heartburn. I'm talking about anything in that solar plexus area that has to do with digestion and irritation. There is a massive structural influence. And so you're trying a little bit of HCL and a little bit of digestive enzymes. Now, I'm not criticizing you for doing that. And if you get a bit of help, but many of you, I kid you not, many of you get a little help and then you live with the rest of it. You're never the same. And then you chalk it off to, well, I'm just getting old. You know, I'm in the grandkids stage and just want to play with the grandkids, and so I have to accept all these limitations. And it's a lot of bunko. 
because you've settled for half blah blah solutions. Structural solutions, structural components are massive. And one of the reasons you don't hear more about this is they are not quick fix. And I'm going to explain that in a moment. So, okay, that esophagus goes down through the hole. That, that esophagus goes down through the hole in the diaphragm. The center of the diaphragm, the center of it, meaning the top of that dome, right? Salad bowl, upside down, put it into your body, put a hole in it, three holes in it. That dome part, really the bottom of the salad bowl, is made of an elastic fiber. It's not like you're a muscle. It's not normal organ. It's like elastic, viscoelastic. It's very persnickety. It's like a drum, but a precocious drum. It's a thin sheet, this dome, and it gets tight easily. So when we talk about breath, now I'm going to integrate. That's why I'll do probably part two today. If that sheath that that diaphragm goes through gets tight, again, it screws everything up. So if that sheath gets tight, you know what that means? A.K.A. sheath gets tight in the diaphragm. Think about it. Diaphragm. Da, diaphragm breath. The diaphragm and the breath. Taking a diaphragmatic breath. Yes, just breathe deeply. No, you don't understand. A diaphragmatic breath you've got, you've mastered, when you do your version of it and you feel a massive release of tension in the solar plexus area. That means that central tendon, that sheath, is relaxing. That means the diaphragm is not being choked. That means the stomach will go down low enough far away from that hole in the diaphragm. If the diaphragm is locked, if you can't get your breath, if you're innocent and foolish enough to think that getting your breath means taking a deep breath, yes, I'll get my breath, I'll just breathe more deeply. Wrong. El wrongo. You have to measure the efficacy of that version of taking a breath through real experience. That word now, experience. You have to experience a release of tension via a breath in the solar plexus area that relaxes your whole body. Diaphragmatic breath is a drug. Diaphragmatic breath is a drug. Diaphragmatic breath is a quaalude. Diaphragmatic breath is an opiate. Diaphragmatic breath you better have before a head as big as mine comes down the pipe during birth, ladies. Kids with big heads, you better know how to relax. Or that cervix won't even dilate. Breath is an art. Breath is life. Breath really is all the poetic stuff we attach to it. Yoga, Qigong, Tai Chi, Kung Fu, all this stuff. Oddly, the only people that as a group, I have ever seen understand breath or the operatics, the great ones, the good ones.
Because if you can't manipulate the diaphragm to bring and bellow out sound, you have no control over the vocal cords. Those of you who are in the musical realm that are listening now, please celebrate the statement. I mean, I'm sure you have. Those of you who are actually fluid in the diaphragm. So understanding breath is a big part of what? Curing heartburn, curing esophageal spasm, curing gastric reflux, curing hiatal hernia. Your body manipulates your organ system if you can release when you go through the exercise. Now, there's another component of this, the psoas muscle. And again, I put a book on, The Vital Psoas Muscle, buy the book. It's a good book. Look at the picture. It's picture number six. Look at the picture. It's also picture number six. I screwed up. But there's lots of pictures showing the relationship between the diaphragm and the psoas muscle. Now, the psoas muscle, those of you driving, bear with us. The psoas muscle is tied into your lumbar spine and goes all the way down, two of them, one on each side to your thigh, your thigh bone. And when that psoas muscle contracts, you walk, you run, you lift your legs. It's a big muscle. It's like an oak tree in your abdomen. This psoas muscle, it does something weird if you're not flexible. If you're not gymnastic, ballerina, flexible, as we all should be, or at least a reasonable facsimile. You know, you put people in these poses to stretch the thigh. I mean, it's horrendous, man. America, we got to catch up with this if we plan on walking after the age of 70. When those quadriceps are tight, you cannot stretch the psoas muscle. Take that to the bank. And if you're from the yoga community, understand this. If you bypass the quadricep, the thigh, thinking you're going to stretch the psoas muscle. The minute the person stands up, that synergistic muscle, the quadricep will pull the psoas and destroy all the work you did on it. Body workers, hear what I'm saying. The point, guys, is, and I have it on pictures, if the psoas muscle gets short, if it gets tight because you're not stretching it, as I just described, it does something weird that you really just have to see as a picture once again picture a thousand words that psoas muscle will displace distort and come forward towards your belly button the psoas muscles which are back by your kidneys as they shorten will displace and glide forward pushing your belly out moms especially you know that pooch you got that belly thing and you're not really overweight, and you're wondering where did this come from? Did you notice it happened after kids? Why? Well, you lost tone in the perineum, you lost your abdominal strength, and the psoas muscle shortened, and it's pushing because the psoas has gone anterior towards your belly. It's pushing your belly out. When that happens, it torques up the diaphragm. When that happens, when the quads and psoas get so short and tight and they distort, moms, you know what this is like. Guys, we usually 
think that protrusion there is belly fat. Often it's you were captain of the football team. You now are 65 or 70. You can't really make it up the stairs because you have your knees torn apart, surgerized and all. The orthopedic surgeon salivating at the prospect of a knee replacement. You don't want to do it, but the pain is bad. You got this big fat gut. You know what? Most of that is an anteriorly displaced psoas muscle. What happens to the diaphragm when the psoas muscle displaces the tendon of it, the dome, that viscoelastic thing that the esophagus runs through? It twists into a rock. Anterior displacement of the psoas will torque the central tendon of the diaphragm into a rock. You can't fix Esophageal spasms, gastric reflux, hiatal hernia, heartburn, if you want to call it that, or any of those variations. You can't really address any of these solar plexus problems, digestive problems, heartburn problems, until you address the entire structure of the body. It's not just the psoas muscle. It's learning diaphragmatic breath. And if you didn't know anything, if you knew nothing, and all you did is play around with your body in different poses until you felt deep, magnanimous relief, meaning relaxation, you could figure this out, but you can't and you don't. Just go to the first three rows of any drugstore in the United States. People have no relationship whatsoever with anything unless you're smart enough to listen to this show. And I'll tell you something. Teaching people how to get out of these problems is not cost-effective for the doctor or the therapist. And so you don't gather your fellow doctors and you don't bring people into curriculums to really get into this stuff and the nuances of it with the public. It's much better to sell you HCL and digest. It is much better to sell you some imbecile. I couldn't believe it yesterday. You know, one of those kind of like infomercials on YouTube. Nice looking, blonde haired woman, youthful, nice presentation. Has a 45 minute introduction to tell women because she's had the problem and her mom's had the problem. And all this nonsense, 45 minutes, I couldn't believe it, to teach women this one stretch so that they can hold their urine. 45 minutes on nonsense and this one stretch. I mean, do we have any morals anymore? Any morals? You want to make money, get enough innocent people to believe that after you've had three kids torn in eight different ways or overweight, depressed, and the rest of it, typical American after 70, that one stretch is going to make them hold their urine. And supposedly this has cured millions of these cases. Out of conventional morality, I won't even mention this person's name. That's what's cost-effective. What I'm talking to you about 
are all the day-to-day stretching experiences in all parts of your body, from the quads to the psoas to the groin to learning diaphragmatic breath to getting on the back archers, those foam rollers. I have them on all of my shows. Go to show 243-244. Because if the thoracic spine, and if you're fortunate enough to be on the website, look or look later and listen to the additional piece I'm going to put on. If you're kyphotic, meaning if your spine is sloped, not yours, yes yours. Just compare yourself in a, profile view to your wedding day or when you were captain of the basketball team and now you at 60 or 70. You're all C-curved, C-curved up there in the thoracic spine. You've got to bend that the other way. The thoracic spine bends backwards. If breath is experienced to release, if the quads and the psoas start to open, the esophagus and stomach reposition in the abdomen. And that repositioning is your cure because that hole shuts. The tone in the diaphragm becomes correct. And when you swallow your food, it goes through the hiatus of the diaphragm into the stomach and the stomach holds it there and nothing comes back up. Heartburn, esophageal spasm, gastric reflux, hiatal hernia, you add to it structural issues. Of course, I might say, if you've got any of this going on and you want to learn how to fix it and you're in earnest, you got the phone number, 714-850-1007, 714-850-1007. At least get on the show. It'll post in about two hours and really study it like many of you do. Enjoy the day. Ta-ta. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.